Hello folks and welcome to yet another episode of Uncomplicate Health, the show where we do just that, uncomplicate your health. By the way, did you know that there are more cells of bacteria and virus in your body than there are human cells? Yes, this is a rather interesting topic. Let's dive right in. So I'm sure now you've recently been bombarded with a lot of things about gut health and gut dysbiosis and prebiotics and probiotics and how they are the answer to every problem in your life and you have depression or you should take uh, bacteria and uh, you know if you've been friend zoned you can take bacteria and if your neighbor is creating trouble also bacteria will solve the problem well uh, like always that's a little overarching but uh, let me uncomplicate this topic for you and by the end of it you'll know if you actually need to take these probiotics and prebiotics uh, and whether they'll help you or not so let's get the basics right what is a probiotic now unlike an antibiotic which means that it prevents the growth of bacteria probiotic actually is not a substance that helps the bacteria grow but the bacteria itself it is kind of a misnomer now prebiotics are actually food that help this bacteria grow yeah so prebiotics are basically some form of fiber which the human body normally doesn't digest but the bacteria is able to digest it and keep it growing now why do we need this bacteria the thing is that when we ingest food and water a lot of uh, bacteria gets into our system when we have sufficient amount of good bacteria in our body in our gut primarily then this pathogenic or bad bacteria will not grow as much why is that because they need food and when we have abundance of good bacteria they will be competing for the food and therefore will make it a little more difficult for the bad ones to grow of course you can get infection and a serious load can upset this but i'm talking about for most of us in our day to day lives so that's why having a, a good balance between good and bad bacteria is important and when that doesn't happen this situation is called a dysbiosis basically means that the ratio of good and bad bacteria is not uh, up to the mark now what can cause this dysbiosis so like i said you need this prebiotics to feed this good bacteria and therefore if you have a lot of good bacteria it can prevent the growth of bad bacteria so first thing is what is this food for this good bacteria this prebiotics are largely fiber so if you take natural fiber in your food in your day to day uh, food habits then you will normally be feeding the good bacteria enough to keep it growing right so the converse to that is if your diet is not great and doesn't have enough fiber and foods that help this uh, good bacteria grow then that can cause dysbiosis second one is frequent infections if you frequently having uh, infections in your uh, gut and frequently having loose motions or frequent constipation then that can alter the state of this 
gut bacteria. The next one that can alter the gut bacteria is alcohol. So, while the WHO says that you can go up to 14 units of alcohol per week, it recommends not to go beyond 2 to 4 in a single session, basically in, in one day. So it's not like you can binge drink once a week and get away with it because alcohol uh, will inhibit growth of bacteria. You know, we use alcohol sanitizer and rubs, right? Simply because we don't want bacteria to grow. So the same way when there's a little too much alcohol uh, in the gut, it can wash away and kill this good bacteria and bad bacteria. But the bad bacteria will grow faster and therefore alcohol plays a role in the way your gut bacteria uh, works. Great, so we saw the common things that can affect your gut bacteria, but how does it affect you? Now let's break this down into three parts. One is the way you feel. Second one is in diseases like uh, diabetes and hypertension. And third one is uh, diseases like rheumatoid arthritis uh, and other things where the body is fighting against its own cells. I'll come to that in a, in a bit. So first one is the way you feel. Now if you feel bloated a lot, then dysbiosis can be a reason why you're feeling that way. Now remember that not everybody who's bloated is because of gut dysbiosis, but largely if you're consistently bloated, it means that there is a chance that this uh, your gut bacteria is out of whack. Why is that? Because the food will not get digested the way it should. And if you don't have sufficient uh, bacteria, then the way the, the food is broken down will be a little different. And for a lot of people that can cause bloating. Next is weight gain. Yes, if the gut dysbiosis is a little too much, it can lead to abnormal weight gain or difficulty in losing weight. Now, remember that not everybody who's struggling with weight loss, the reason can be attributed to dysbiosis. But for some, dysbiosis is a very real reason why they either gain too much weight or they are struggling to lose weight. How does this happen? Now, remember that this bacteria is breaking down food that might otherwise not be absorbed in your body. So while it is breaking this food down and taking what it needs, the remaining actually gets absorbed in your system and therefore you might be wrongly counting calories. You might think that this one has uh, 5 grams of fiber and therefore I will not get any weight out of this. But if the dysbiosis is too much and it's broken down, then you're actually absorbing more calories than somebody who has a good gut function right so that's how it can affect weight gain and make it difficult to lose weight uh, because of the way the food is broken down and absorbed now let's come to lifestyle diseases like diabetes and hypertension again i'm taking only examples yeah so this is not an exhaustive list how does this affect diabetes the same way how it affects weight gain and weight loss because it actually can tend to push in too much, make your body absorb too much uh, food from, too much energy rather, from the food. It can promote this insulin resistance and therefore 
मेक योर बॉडी टेक इन टू मच इंसुलिन फॉर पुशिंग द ब्लड शुगर फ्रॉम द ब्लड इन टू दी ऑर्गन्स सिमिलर वे इट कैन अफेक्ट रेस ब्लड प्रेशर बाई कंसिस्टेंटली अफेक्टिंग द वे द फूड इज ऑब्जॉर्ब एंड देफो अ लिटिल टू मच सॉल्ट सोडियम कैन बी ऑब्जॉर्ब फ्रॉम द फूड विच कैन लीड टू इंक्रीज ब्लड प्रेशर द लास्ट वन इज द वन दैट इज प्रॉब्ली द मोस्ट स्टडीड विच इज द रोल ऑफ दिस गट डिसबायोसिस इन ऑटो इम्यून डिसऑर्डर्स वॉट आर ऑटो इम्यून डिसऑर्डर्स ऑटो इम्यून डिसऑर्डर्स आर डिजीजेस इन विच द बॉडीज डिफेंस सिस्टम एक्चुअली फाइट्स अगेंस्ट इट्स ओन सेल्स नाउ देर आर मेनी 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 ऑटो इम्यून डिसऑर्डर्स बट लेट मी टेक द कॉमन वंस लाइक रोमोटॉड अथराइटिस और एलर्जीज समथिंग एज सिंपल एज एलर्जीज a large amount of allergies can be attributed to this dysbiosis in the gut how does that happen now remember that some of these things are not meant to be absorbed right some of the foods that we take are not meant to be absorbed they are supposed to be broken down and sent out in the feces but with this abnormal bacteria in the gut it can break down foods and a little too much of things that should not be absorbed can become absorbed in the body and then your body starts to fight against that and that becomes the norm and too much of this uh, protective antibodies are formed which then start fighting against everything that is normal so in a very oversimplified way that's how this gut dysbiosis can worsen or cause allergies and worsen rheumatoid arthritis and other things like that so now we saw what prebiotics and probiotics are we saw how it can affect you so do you need to go buy these expensive um probiotics and prebiotics and make them part of your day to day life absolutely not so remember that if you don't have too much of bloating and if you are not struggling with uh, weight gain are not struggling to lose weight then from a lifestyle perspective you may not be needing to take supplemental prebiotics and probiotics it probably means that your gut bacterial system is reasonably intact second if you have diabetes and hypertension now this is not a one size that fits all in very early stage diabetes when there is a lot of insulin resistance it may play a huge role if you try and understand your gut's uh composition and if it is grossly dysbiotic it will help in controlling blood sugar very early in the disease and therefore you will not become irreversible diabetic too soon so yes it can play a role in diabetes for hypertension and other chronic uh, diseases metabolic syndrome and things like that uh, playing with the gut micro composition can play a role in helping you control the disease much better and then certainly if you have uh, any autoimmune diseases it is imperative that you talk to your doctor and see if gut dysbiosis is a problem or a contributing factor into these autoimmune disorders
but then how do you check right now while the costs have come down in the last 5 to 6 years these tests are still expensive in india it can cost anywhere between 6000 and 15000 to get your gut bacteria tested once considering that uh, probiotics and prebiotics good ones good quality ones are expensive and you can probably end up spending between uh, 600 rupees a month which is about 10 grand a year it is worth checking before you start on a course of these pre and probiotics how do you get it tested uh, these testing companies will send you a little kit home and you can uh, pass motion into that seal it send it back and in a few weeks you will have your gut picture if you can call it that now most of these companies will also give you a free consultation give you some diet and counseling and all that and invariably they might ask you to end up taking pre and probiotics but remember that if you don't have these allergies uh if you don't have chronic diseases and you're not struggling with weight uh then you may not benefit too much from this because it means that your diet is already providing the food that your bad gut bacteria need and you have sufficient of the good bacteria so you don't need to play with it now let's come to a rather important topic which is depression and mental well-being now how does gut affect this now if the gut dysbiosis is a little too much and your uh body is absorbing things that it should not then it can become a little inflamed now when there is a little inflammation or rather a little too much inflammation in your body it can cause the blood brain barrier to also become inflamed and then cause a little bit of inflammation in the brain itself so that excess inflammation in the brain can contribute to depression so yes if there is depression there is a chance that gut dysbiosis is playing a role but again remember it is not always the case so blindly taking this may or may not help if gut dysbiosis is not the cause for uh, depression then clearly altering the gut with good bacteria is not going to help because you're really not making too much of a difference so i hope i have broken down this whole gut thing for you what it is why uh, it is important what kind of problems it causes and uh, yeah you really don't need to buy expensive pre and probiotics if you don't have any of these issues that i mentioned again remember that this is not an exhaustive list uh, and you can always uh, reach out to me if you have questions about it but i will see you soon in another episode where i uncomplicate another area of health for you and uh, till then it's me dr wasim signing off uh, see you soon